podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to a brand new TAT pod live on YouTube. Once again, thank you to our amazing sponsors, Sporting In, for making this happen. It is the best football app you can download right now. Um, use the link in the description so they know you've come through us and get involved because right now it's going crazy. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of our tour comments, a lot of people saying is is Caicedo coming, which we'll we'll get onto in just a moment. But um, we don't know about him, probably not. But what we do know is our tour is going to be announced imminently. But before we get into that, make sure you join the group chat with the link in the description. And I've got a wonderful panel today. Four of us on here to talk about. We was going to talk about the game yesterday, but we thought because it's deadline day, nobody really wants to sit here talking about Newcastle's disgusting tactics and our star boys absolutely stealing three points. That's pretty much the game summary in in a sentence. So, yeah, I'll introduce the panel that we've got for you guys in case it's your first time watching. Connor, how are we, mate? Good, mate. Excited for this. Excited for the last hour and 10 minutes. Excited. Listen, you don't need Cave. You don't need any of them people on Sky Sports News when you've got Connor, Ben, George and Jamie. Um, George, second time on the show, mate. I think you're muted, so if you just want to unmute. Um, yeah, welcome back. We we did put a proposal out last time, didn't we, that you was available if Jurgen Klopp wanted you. And it doesn't seem like that move materialised, but listen, we've got Otto now. So is he, is, is he is he a good backup, mate, to you? Uh, he's a decent backup to me, you know. I, I guess I'll let it go. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a phone call from Jurgen Klopp, so I'll take it as a, it's not going to happen. Still January, mate. We're, we're probably going to get injuries on the way, so <laughs> let's see. And Jamie, the man, the myth, the legend, that only shows half his face. How are we, bro? <laughs> very good, very good. Excited, but hopes aren't high on on that second one. But I, I, I'm, just, I'm waiting for half his video. Yeah, I mean, it's still not been announced. Um, it's probably literally going to be bang on 11pm uh, that it's announced or whatever. But we are here. I've got people from TAT uh, on standby in case anything happens. Also to bring the Artur quotes. Let me just go around the panel. I want to hear what everyone calls him because I've heard Artur, I've heard Arthur, I've heard Mello. I'm going with Artur. Connor, where are you going with? Yeah, Artur. Artur, George? Arthur for me. Oh, and Jamie. Yeah, same, Arthur. Arthur, okay. I think it's because on FIFA, you know now how they try and pronounce names in fancy ways like Bruno Fernandes, they say Bruno Fernandes. I think they say Arthur on FIFA. That's probably where it's come from for me. Let's get into some of your comments then. We have got a few people in here already. If you haven't already, make sure you like uh, the stream, subscribe to TAT. Uh, we're going to go live all the time this coming season. Obviously, we all know that fixture list is relentless, so we're going to be here all the time, so make sure you stay tuned. Dows, my man, how are we? Imagine a late swoop for Caicedo. The timeline has gone crazy. Listen, the timeline's gone crazy. I don't think there's much in there, but listen, we'll see. There's a, there's an hour and 10 minutes to go, but we we, we aren't too hopeful on this panel. Caicedo followed me, me grand on Facebook, so be sure that means he's signing. You've heard it here first. Lewis <laughs> says that Caicedo followed his nan. Um, and then we've got Nihan. Apparently, we shouldn't call him Mello. I don't know why. I think it's just because his name's Arthur. Like, that's just what he goes by. And Noah is here as well. Big up, everyone. Keep your comments coming. Keep engaged in the conversation. Going to go around the panel now. 
asking everyone their thoughts on on our new signing. Um, Connor, coming to you, mate. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was asleep, and my brother came in and told me that Arthur was signing. I was like, "What? That's not on there. That's that's been mentioned before." So, what 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 was your first initial reaction? And having time to think about it throughout the day, what are your thoughts right now about Arthur signing for us? Uh, I was asleep as well. It was you that texted me saying that that we were on for him. I was asleep. Um, it wasn't. It, there wasn't. It wasn't the one that we mentioned midweek. I think we mentioned so many names. You, me, Jamie, midweek. Not and, every um, centre mid under the sun apart. Every from I told you. I told you it'd be one that wouldn't go. That's not being mentioned. <laughs> this is how we work. We're so mysterious. It's mad. The 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 one the one problem I had and the issue that I had was Conrad Lima was about the <laughs> day after after I after I sort of slapped him off. It was like he was going to be our main target, and I felt like oh no, it's going to bite me in the arse here. Um, I really, I, I don't watch much Serie A. Um, I have friends that do, so I, I'm going to ask them in the coming hours. He looks decent, you know. He's he's only 26, which is something that we have to we have to think about. He's he's not young, but he he's not young, young, but he is young. And if he's only here for a season, then he's only here for a season. But that that excites me, the fact that he's only here for a season, because it proves to us, I believe that that means that we're getting someone big next summer, or at least we're going for someone big next summer. Um, the comment, I just read it, was um, it said that a bit strange how they haven't announced it, maybe a double announcement. Like Jamie said, we're, we're, we're unlikely. It's very unlikely, but it could be It could be within the next 67 minutes that we have someone else as well. And if you do see in the top left-hand corner, if you can spot Arthur whenever Ben puts <laughs> A little, uh, a little comment up. <laughs> there he is. When, Arthur, when we get a comment, you'll get a sneak peek of Otto in the top left of the stream. Um, yeah, George, what what are your thoughts on this, mate? Is it someone you're interested in in seeing at Liverpool? Do you see this guy helping us kind of not turn a corner because I, I feel like, you know, the back-to-back wins, I feel like we're already back on track. But like, with the injuries piling up, is this a guy that you think will be useful for us to have around the season? Yeah, I think definitely, especially, you know, he he's at a stage of his career where he has to prove himself. Um, obviously, he didn't work out at Barcelona, didn't work out at Juventus, and now he's coming to Liverpool. So I feel like this is the last go for him in terms of big clubs. If if he's to that level, he needs to prove himself. He wants to make the World Cup squad for Brazil as well. He's in the contention. He wants to be in that contention to be able to be going to the World Cup. So it doesn't mean serve as motivation for him. And I think under Jurgen Klopp uh, at Liverpool, it's, you know, with the injuries we have, it's going to provide him with that, provide him with the, you know, the playing time, the game time that he needs to prove himself. Um, I think he's good on the ball, retention of the ball really good, passing is really well. You know, on the attacking third, he's, you know, connecting, uh, you know, defense to the attacking, uh, in, into the attacking third. So I think he, all that is really good. It's just a matter of, you know, he's not really the assist guy. He's not well known for assist goals, but he's one of those players that we do need, especially when Thiago and Naby Keita are out. Uh, you know, th- those are the type of players that we're missing at Liverpool with, yeah. with those two guys out. And especially, you know, we know that Thiago and Keita are both going to get injured throughout the season. You know, they might come back now, but at some point throughout the season, they are going to be missing out. It's just one of those things that we know. So to have that as a backup, as an option, and I think once he gets match fit, I think once he gets enough time, he will be a really good option. He, I think he'll be 
you know, fighting for the starting spot because I do think his quality on the ball um, is just a matter of he's willing to do everything else that even club asks him to do. And yeah, yeah. but he has a lot to prove. So that, that's going to work to our advantage. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. And um, Jamie, was you at the Barcelona 4 0, the comeback? Of course I was. Won't forget that. Right. And this, this this guy last time he came to Anfield, he was he was on the bench on that day. I don't think he got on. Um but yeah, do you think it do you hope well, yeah, I mean we all hope, but do you think it will be a, a happier return to Anfield for him this time round than with Liverpool with a team that's hopefully still got enough time left to fight on all fronts? Do you see the signing coming in kind of giving us that extra option or because I, I guess the point is a lot of people just seem to think it's panic, and I think that's what we want to try and establish here. Is it panic, or is it something we've we've looked at and he'll actually help us? So, what's your thoughts, mate? Is it just because Henderson we, got injured yesterday, or do you? We just oh, announced it, by the way. Yeah, you go first, and then we'll we'll speak about the announcement. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I, I hope it's definitely happier than the four 0 Otherwise, we're in a bit of trouble <laughs> with that signing. But uh, he, he actually did come on against us uh, when we beat them. Oh, did he? Yeah, he came on to shore it up and it didn't go that well, but hopefully it goes <laughs> better, for, better for when um, when he comes. But yeah, excited to see the the, the announcement now. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, we mentioned loads of names. Liverpool always do it where it's one that just shocks us and comes out of nowhere and Arthur is definitely one. Um, but yeah. he's a player with massive potential. I've never seen him, but You'd listen to the way Messi's spoken about him and he was meant to be that Xavi and Iesta replacement at Barca. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Injuries have clearly got in the way. So hopefully, if we can put him on a little little fitness programme and he can get get better legs, then he could be very exciting. And I, I think for a deal on deadline, which is loaned in, low risk, high reward, hopefully we'll, we'll receive them rewards. Absolutely, I agree, mate. Um, I do believe, in my own opinion, this isn't based on any facts or any information like that, but I feel like the Henderson injury yesterday did confirm a sign in a centre mid. I know that they were already alluding to it and um, Klopp had already made it publicly known that he he feels like we needed one. But um, I think yesterday after Henderson did his hamstring or whatever he's done to it, I feel like there's absolutely no chance that we don't sign anyone now and um, I'm glad that we moved quickly. We got this guy in, like you say, he's on loan. Um, fills the void for the a spot in the team that obviously we need to have for if we want to compete in the Premier League and the Champions League. You can't be short on centre mids to do that, in my opinion. And there is an argument to be had that in the last year or so he's not played too much football. But I was comparing. I saw someone compare Kulusevski to this, and at Juventus he wasn't really playing. He wasn't doing that well. Um, you know, he had a lot of potential at his feet, but they weren't playing him. He wasn't delivering. And then he went to Tottenham and then all of a sudden it turned around and he's found his best form and he's looking like a star for Tottenham right now. So you can't really read too much into it for me in terms of a player going to a team like Juventus and not playing because managers have their preferences. Um, players are suited for different teams, different systems, different leagues. And I, I hope that Arthur is going to be that player and for us he can come in here and I've seen a comment earlier saying um, he's got a similar skill set to Thiago and from what I have seen I know you can't read too much into compilations but it, it does it does look that way 
um, to be honest. And to have two players with that skill set, I think for us is going to be massive because, like George said earlier, we know Thiago he's going to come back, and it's pretty likely at some point in the season he'll he'll probably get injured again. I mean, it would be amazing if he didn't, but um, some things are just likely to happen, and Thiago getting injured is one of them. But before Jamie spoke, it has been announced. Um, and D has said that he's taken the number 29 shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wow. Arto has been announced after, like Connor said, really nothing, nothing had ever been mentioned about him. We did a show the other day. Um, and none of us mentioned him. We named every other centre mid. And all of a sudden today he's linked and he signed. Reminded me of Fabinho. But before we move on, I'm just going to go into some of his quotes that TAT have tweeted. So make sure you follow, put your notifications on. And uh, if anything else happens in the next hour, you'll see it first. But we're not sure about that. I'm really happy uh, to be here wearing this great shirt with this famous badge that represents so much in world football. It's a dream. And then he goes on to say, we talked a lot and our ideas and visions were good fit. So I'm sure it was the right choice. I'm really happy and highly motivated to continue living my dream on the pitch and giving my all in a Liverpool shirt. Liverpool have a wonderful history in football and I've played against Liverpool. I know what it feels like to be in the stadium with the fans behind them. I was with the opposite and now I'm on the right side. So I'm really excited. Connor, mate, hearing those quotes, hearing these new signings when they come to Liverpool, saying how excited they are and how big the club is and how great we are. Uh, if you didn't have that buzz about him now, do, before those those quotes, do you have it now? Like this guy is coming, he's wanting to establish himself because let's 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 face it, Juve have just basically bombed him out of the squad. They've basically said you don't really have a future here. Go to Liverpool and see what you can do. So now he's coming into us. Surely that can only be a positive for him if he, for us and him really if he's gonna come here and try and prove that, that was wrong, right? As George said earlier, he's got a lot to prove. I think, you know, any player that comes to Liverpool right now has got a lot to prove. He's got a lot to to sort of live up to. You know, we don't... Yeah. We're a side that have been incredible for however many years now. And everyone wants to come and play for Liverpool now. We had that stage where, you know, we we, we weren't incredible, you know, obviously, the, the late period. And um, it's nice to now see players wanting to come and play for us purely because of history. You know, we like I said, we had that you know, those couple of years where we weren't the side that everyone wanted to play for. And now we are. Um, I'm excited no matter what. I think we have to take that into account. I think any player we bring in is going to excite us because we know what Klopp can do. You know, it could be it could be anyone and Klopp can change a player within a matter of months. And I think, I think one to mention as well is I believe we'll see a completely different Nunes against Everton on the weekend. Uh, sorry, Nick, uh, we got... Yeah, Sorry, on Saturday. I don't know. I'm getting my words mixed up. Um, <laughs> Sorry, bro. You know, like we'll, if he starts, we'll see a completely different him from what happened at United. That's all he needs. You know, I don't know when Arthur's going to come or Arthur's going to come in and play. Um, I don't know if it will be the weekend and if he'll be ready. Um, there was a rumour this morning saying that he wasn't fit, but then there was a journalist that come out and said he was fit, wasn't it, or something like that? Um, yeah. I'm really, I'm, I'm happy. I think I would have been happy with anyone. Um, now we just got to, got to push on. Now, if Henderson, hopefully Henderson isn't as bad as what everyone thinks it is, but it would be nice to see Arthur come straight into the squad. And then obviously, if we get Casado, then that's a, well, according to Wikipedia, he's already a Liverpool player. If you saw in the chat that <laughs> I just put in there, 
But um, no, I'm I'm excited and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in a Liverpool shirt. Absolutely, mate. Uh, look, whatever your opinion is on the signing, if you if you rate it, if you don't rate it, if you're excited, if you're not excited. I remember when we signed Darwin Nunes and some of the reaction on, on social media was a bit of a joke, to be honest, from, from our own fans. And um, I feel like when, when Liverpool sign a player, whatever your opinion on that player is before he steps onto the pitch, you've got to forget about it. And this guy's coming to help us, by the way. Like, let's not forget that we're in a time where we need a centre mid. So he's coming in on loan for a season uh, to help our situation out. And now you've just got to get behind him. You've got to back him. Uh, the people that have moaned about our midfield all season long, uh, about the Hendersons and the Milners and all of that. Now you've got to back this guy. You don't have a choice because this is what people have asked for. We've got it now. Now it's time to get behind the, the, the lad and uh, just, yeah, hope that he can do well. But George, um, just before you go, mate, I've just looked at the history of the, the shirt number nine, uh, 29 at Liverpool. Famously worn by Dominic Solanke, Fabio Barini, Gabriel Paletta, Stephen Wright and Brad Friedel. They're just some of the names. So big, big boots to fill, right? I mean, what what names you just mentioned over there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, for me personally, I, I have seen a lot of mixed emotion about in regards to Arthur being signed. It, it's, it's weird because... All the past two weeks, especially, we see the fans talking about we need to bring somebody that's good on the ball, somebody that's creative, somebody that wants the ball at all times, somebody that's you know pass the ball, retain the ball, you know be creative like a Tiago type of a player. And now we have somebody like that. You know, obviously it's not to the Tiago standard, which is fine, but it's a similar sort of a player. You know, a guy who wants to get on the ball, pass the ball, retain possession, go forward. You know, be creative. And now all of a sudden mm. there's mixed emotion about it. So, you know, it's a low risk move. You know, we have him for a year. He has to prove himself. And, you know, the most we're doing is paying the wages. That's it. We didn't spend 40, 50 million on a guy who and it didn't work out. So it's just, I don't know, just like you said, we, we just have to back him. And I think he's going to do really well once he gets going, once he gets fit. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited because we do need those sort of players, especially in the midfield. Absolutely, mate. And I think that's a great point that um, we've got this guy on loan now. Still a great player, but he's only on loan. And like Jamie alluded to earlier, I think that does pretty much say that next summer we are planning to spend the money. And that's why nothing has happened in terms of when um, we fell short of getting sure many, everyone was like, oh, well, why didn't we sign the centre mid? Why didn't we go for somebody else? Look, we know it's frustrating when we all want new signings. Of course we all do. We all want big players to come into our club. But this team has a way of doing things and it's, it's worked more times than not. And when Liverpool want a player, they're prepared to wait for a player. It's that simple. And if that is Jude Bellingham coming in next summer, after Arto's had a good loan spell for us, then I guess it's a win-win because we saved money and we got the play we wanted. But that's for another another discussion. Um, Jamie, uh, yeah, what, what? I don't really know what else there is to ask, mate. All I can ask really now is, have, have you watched much of this guy and do you see him fitting into our system and the way we play? And also, <laughs> do you feel anyone's position being a threat to this guy? Because... From what it looks like, Harvey Elliott's undroppable right now. Obviously, we've got the Henderson injury, so I guess he'll come straight in. But yeah, where do you see him fitting into into our team right now, mate? 
just just filling the gaps through injury. Obviously, I, I think it's interesting that we haven't accessed that option to buy, whether that's Juventus being playing hard to get him, he just wanted the deal done on the last day, or mm. Liverpool just don't 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 see it going any further. Um, but he's on loan; it'll fill the gaps for the injury. There's definitely. Definitely some quality there. You don't uh, sign for Barca and Juventus. They're, they're two high-caliber of clubs if you haven't got any quality in there. Um, and if there's a man who's going to pull that potential out of you, it's Jurgen Klopp. We all know that. So that could be very exciting. Um, it excites me the type of player that he that he is. Um, you alluded to Thiago from watching his compilations and honestly that's all I have to go off because I, I haven't actually watched him <laughs> in a full 90 minutes um, but he, he looks so similar to the the way Genie uh, played for Liverpool with his ball retention and how good he, he looks press resistant he's really good at winning the ball back um, but from them short clips that I've seen so that's all I've seen it looks exciting. I'm very excited to see him in a Liverpool shirt. And he's South American, so you know he's passionate. You know he'll give it it is all for the badge anyway on loan. So there's there's no worries there. Absolutely spot on, mate. I agree. In comments, everyone that's in the chat right now, let us know your thoughts. Let's get some conversations going. Ask us questions. Um, ask away. You know, the plan here was to stream until the deadline, but it's 10 past 10 now. And it doesn't seem that anything else is going to happen as as of now. Um, so yeah, we don't really we don't really have anything else to to go on really right now. So let us know your thoughts. Let's get some conversations going. Make sure you've liked the stream. And um, yeah, I, I guess Connor, come back to you, mate. Do you, do you see this guy coming in straight away, or do you think there's going to be a kind of bedding in period for him like on the sidelines, or do you think it's going to be a case of Henderson's out, he comes straight in? I uh, really want to see um, Fabinho, Carvalho, Harvey Elliott start on Saturday. I think that's something that I really want to see. Um, if Arthur isn't to come in straight away. Um, I can see him coming in straight away. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, Klopp has a way of working things and Klopp has a way of bringing players into the side. You know, if he comes in today, he'll only train. I don't even think he'll train tomorrow. I, I can't remember. if they, they might have a light session tomorrow before the game. Um, on Saturday because we're yeah. the early kickoff, so I can't see him actually doing much with the team, working with tacticians. You know, he he may, he may work fully with tacticians tomorrow about how we play and potentially plays on Saturday, but I can't see him playing Saturday. Um, I don't know how the visa works as well. Obviously, we saw Isaac um, got his visa two hours before the game and played against us um, uh, last night. So I'm not sure about that. But if, if anything, it would be really nice to see him within the next week or two. Um, if Henderson is is as severe as what people are potentially saying it is, he might come in straight away. But I, I don't know. We may even see him Wednesday um, against Napoli. That would be quite a nice starting game for him. Um, if not, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll definitely... I think, we'll, I think if we don't see him Wednesday, I think we'll definitely see him against Wolves. On um on next Saturday, but who who knows? I hope he comes straight. I hope he comes in straight away, mate. Yeah, it, listen, it, it's not always a bad thing, is it? The only the only problem I'd have with that, and the only reservation I would have is it's such a big game. Um, maybe you kind of go with what you know. But listen, if Klopp thinks putting him in the deep end in the derby is is for the best for him, for his confidence, for him to 
get straight in there. Let's see. I think the injury stuff, I think that was debunked. I, I don't think those reports were true. Um, I think he, he's ready to play. And I don't think Liverpool would have signed a player had they been injured, really, is what I'm saying. Uh, just, <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> okay, someone said that they match. I can't believe I really... you. I can't believe you went to put that on the actual stream. I yeah. honestly can't believe you. Went I, to put I, that. I need to proofread comments. Um, yeah, sorry about that. If you're watching, uh, I'm just trying to find comments. <laughs> oh god, because there's not much. Uh, so keep them coming, guys. Let us know your thoughts. Um, do you think that he'll start on Saturday? Do you think he'll be in the squad? Uh, please no trolling if you can help it because right now I'm just clicking anything and I really do need to read comments before clicking. But um, yeah, um, George, if this is all we do for the rest of the night, which I'm pretty sure everyone thinks it is, I guess we'll go around the panel now. Um, you know, we've already spoken about Nunes to the death of, you know, podcasts and stuff. So we're not going to go into too much detail right now. And same with Carvalho and Ramsey, but... How satisfied are you with this window? Diaz, not Diaz, he was last last January. Uh, Nunes, Carvalho, Ramsey and um, Artur on loan. How, how happy are you? Do you think we've fell short? Do you think we've done just right? Or what are your thoughts, mate? I just think that I, if I had to rate it out of 10, I'll give it a 7.5. Um, the reason why it seems like a, a lot of people, the reason why a lot of people are not as happy is because of the injuries. If we have our, our whole entire team or most of the guys, you know, healthy and going, nobody will be even talking about, you know, oh, let's bring in just a squad player. You know, we, we went for uh, many and he went to Real Madrid. So that was the right player that we wanted. So that didn't work out, obviously. And Jurgen Klopp and FSG, they're only going for the right players. So if they're not going to go into panic buys, they're not going to spend the money where it's not needed. And that's why this move for Arthur is it kind of fits both ways, both parties, because it's a loan deal. We're not spending any money on him to buy up front. And he's just here for a year. So he's helping us out just because of the injuries. And next year, like we already mentioned, that we're going to get uh, the players that we want. So it's 7, 7.5 out of 10, just because, you know, it doesn't look as good just because of the injuries. Otherwise, um, I. I'm pretty happy, you know, when Thiago, Keita, and everybody else comes back, the squad looks, we, we have the squad depth. It's just right now at the moment, the midfield situation is is pretty insane. You know, it's it's not it's not always going to happen like this throughout the season where we have six, seven, you know, key players that are out. So, or at least I hope. <laughs> but, um, yeah, seven, 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think I agree with that, to be honest. But, um, yeah, Jamie... What do you think, mate? Same question. Uh, are you satisfied with this window? Yeah, I, I agree with everything George said. Um, then I think he hit the nail on the head that the injuries have made the window look worse than it is. But if you look at it from hindsight and you take a look at the plays that we've brought in, I think it's very, very acute business. We've, we addressed the right-back situation. Obviously, he could be a cardboard cutout for all we know at the minute because he's he's been given the Ben Davies treatment and we haven't seen him. But there's a right back there somewhere in Calvin Ramsey, uh, which we'll hopefully see soon. That was that problem addressed. Today we left it late, but we've addressed that centre mid problem for now. Um, 
what a journalist just said, um, obviously about Bellingham interest for, for next year. And that's why we've gone with a loan move, which is great to hear. You can tell they've got a long-term plan. I think they're putting everything into Bellingham. What journalist was that again, mate? Sorry. Um, I will find it in one second. Yeah, um, sorry to put you on spot there. <laughs> uh, Kevin Palmer, he said, um, oh. Arthur Mello loan deal makes a lot of sense for Liverpool. They are all in for Jude Bellingham next summer. So this is a fix that keeps their options open financially. Um, so it Makes sense, doesn't it, it, Jamie? Yeah, it does. It makes complete sense. Um, I, I, I like the loan move. Obviously, we're, we're funding half of it, more than half of his wages, but that's going to be expected. Um, but we, we, we've brought him in for free. You can't complain. And then, obviously, we, we've got Nunes and Carvalho as well, uh, which is brilliant business. Hopefully, we'll see a bit more of Nunes, less of the WWE Nunes and more of the goal-scoring Nunes on Saturday. Uh, but look at Carvalho as well. That is a great bit of business. It set us up for the next 10 years with him. Oh, unbelievable. Just on the back of that, because, you know, there isn't, like I said, there isn't too much to really... Discuss right now. Um, Carl Valley yesterday, mate. Talk us, talk us through that goal, mate, and just the moment we won the game and stole. Because I, I did use that word on, on my stream at the start. I feel like we we stole those three points in that moment. So, what was the ground like? Because you heard it on the telly, and I can only imagine what it must have been like in the, actually in the ground. Oh, it, it was unbelievable. First of all, shout out to everyone that left early. Hope you enjoyed oh, that's having a look at it on your phone because there was a couple empty seats a um, bit below Myro in the cop. So um, they, them lot can hold that. Um, but oh, it absolutely erupted. There's nothing like a late winner. Well, there, there is until the late winner because the game was actually horrible. Uh, but the atmosphere was yeah. good throughout. It, it, Anfield under the lights is always amazing. But that it took off. It it meant a lot to everyone. I think that's the perfect response to uh, a bad start, a, a smashing of nine nil, and then a late winner. It, the, there's so many mixed emotions, and they're all brilliant. Um, but yeah, the ground took off. Probably the best atmosphere so far this season um, at Anfield. Um, it, it, the feel the feel good factor was just there. Uh, and if you're going to win it like that, then that, that's certainly the way to do it. Spot on, mate. I agree. They're the best wins. They're what you, when you go to the games, they're the absolute best. Uh, shout out, Zane. Do you have any news on Kaiseido? Nothing yet, Zane. Uh, and I don't think there will be anything, to be honest. I feel like, like I said before, um, a couple of the um, the bigger Twitter accounts started this rumour and it just, you know what Liverpool Twitter is like, it's just wildfire. Once once something starts, it just spreads and it, it goes crazy and everyone loses their mind. But um, Connor, he is a player that it seems like uh, we have looked at and we have admired and, you know, he is on our radar. It, it seems that way anyway. But I remember you saying, to be honest, uh, a few weeks ago that um, correct me if I'm wrong, but because he's young and unproven and the money that Brighton were demanding for him, you didn't feel like it was the right move. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to... Do you still stand by that? Do you think that signing R4 on loan was better business than spending £50 million on Caicedo? Or even more, because I think Graham Potter said £100 million gets him or something like that. So, yeah, do you still stand by that? Um, I stand by the fact that if he was 100 million, I wouldn't go anywhere near him. Um, yeah, you know, to, to be at 100 million pounds, but we, we're in it, we live in a, a generation now where money seems to fall off trees for 
clubs and mm. you can sign players for X amount of money and they could be unheard. They could have no history whatsoever. And suddenly you're paying £100 million for a player that's not proven in your league. Um, Caicedo's good. I, I watched him since that. Since I said that comment, I would retract the comment if it was a £40 million player. The problem I would have with paying £40 million for a midfielder this summer is that does that throw off the idea for Jude Bellingham next summer? That was the problem that I had. Um, Juventus confirm an option to buy in the Arthur deal in an official statement. Sorry, it came up as I was talking. Anyway. Um, What's that, sorry? Juventus can confirm there is an option to buy for 37.5 million. million euros. Oh. Let's hope he does well, man. That, let's hope that he oh, that's, comes yeah, in. Yeah, and... that's, that's amazing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's... That, that's Fabrizio and James Pierce modded then. The Anfield well, talk. We'll... Listen, we... that's just come out, out of nowhere, really. Um, I guess the journalists, the big ones, you know... Fabricio and that, like, they, they don't get the ins and outs in terms of those fine details, in my opinion. So, obviously, this has just come out right now. Um, but it says, Juventus Football Club announces that an agreement has been reached with Liverpool for the temporary disposal. Wow. Uh, until 30th of June 2023. <laughs> That's strong wording, that, isn't it? Flipping it. Uh, the registration of the player, Artur Henrique Ramos de Oliveira Mello. What a name. Consideration of 4.5 million uh, euros with the agreement. Blah blah blah, um, yeah, thirty-seven point five million payable in two years. So, that's Josh, unbelievable. Back to what you, yeah, quite back to what you were saying, then, mate. Um, I guess we we should all be sat here and hoping that this guy comes and balls out, right? Because it, I think D put it perfectly in a, a minute ago. He said, although this is a good deal and works well for both sides, I still expect that there is a massive midfield overhaul in the summer. So, if our tour comes in plays out of his skin, stays fit, and then we can land for less than 40 million next summer, then that would be a, a big boost, right? Yeah, definitely. I think that's I think that's an incredible that's a to be fair, that's took me by surprise. That's why I said it when it happened. Um that's that's very good. The prob the problem is will we end up going and spend hundred million on Jude Bellingham if that if that comes around. That's a lot of money to spend on the midfield, but I believe we need that midfield overhaul. I think we spoke about it. We spoke about it when we done the Bournemouth uh, post match. Our midfield is an aging midfield. You know, it doesn't mean that they're not good. It doesn't mean that we haven't got good players in the midfield, but they're aging and they're getting on a little bit. And we need to start looking towards the future. That's why we have Fabio Carvalho playing inside game uh, game after game. Harvey Elliott actually starting games now and proving how good he actually is. You know, our tour would be someone who would be. What twenty seven? When if if he was to sign for us on a on a long term on a long term deal, so he he would have four or five years in him at, at prime level if he does play well for us, and if it's a positive it's a positive move for him, um, Jude Bellingham and and you know even Casado if we got here, probably if we buy him next summer, it would worry me the fact that if we were to buy him early on in the window next summer. It would worry me that they believe that Bellingham isn't going to, isn't going to come to Liverpool. I don't know if any of you lot agree on that, but I feel as if if we were to sign him really early on next summer, 
that would throw doubt in my mind about Bellingham coming to us purely because we'd pay 100 million for him. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's me probably overthinking the whole, the whole situation. But I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, George, coming to you, mate. What do you think? Like, first of all, the same question, mate. Like, we should all be getting behind this guy because signing him for that money, um, you know, it would be a big boost because, like Dow said, we probably need an overhaul next summer in the midfielders. So, yeah, what what are your thoughts, mate? And on the back of what Connor just said, I mean, I agree. I think if if we do sign him early on, uh, it it could be of like it could be mean that we're not getting Jude. And you know, if if it comes, okay, let's not spend on Arthur, okay, Sado or whoever it is right now, but possibly go all out for Jude. That I'm all in for that. Obviously, you know that's that's a different type of player. And obviously, if we can get both or we get two, three midfielders, but something that Connor said, we do have an aging midfield. So we, I feel like this year is a bit of a starting the transition phase where you're getting, you know, the Fabio Cavallos, the Harvey Elliotts, the Curtis Joneses. You're giving them a chance to see how how they do throughout the season. And then next season you have Keita, who's you know on the free. Uh, Oxley Chamberlain on the free as well. So these guys got to prove yeah. themselves if they they're able to one still be within the system, play with club like under club and be part of the Liverpool team going forward. Or if that's going to be it for their Liverpool career, and then uh, obviously we're going to have to go and sign players then. But I just feel like there is a plan in place. I don't think. I know for us fans, it's like, all right, we need somebody now. We need somebody now. We need somebody now. But if if something's worked for Liverpool and Jurgen Club for so many years now, and we've been able to challenge uh, pretty much for everything every single year, you know, it's uh, it, why not just let them do you know take care of business how they did take care of business? Because if, if it means that we can get Drew next season, and we go all out and we get it done, that's gonna that's massive. And that tells you a lot for the future of Liverpool because now you have Harvey, Jude, Fabio, and Darwin. You have all these younger guys who are going to be here for the next five to ten years. And then, obviously, you bring something like Arthur. If it works out and he does well, you have him for four or five years. So it's kind of a transition phase where you're kind of giving some of these older guys, older players, a chance to see how they do and what their motivation is like. If they're willing to put in the work still on the Union Club and be able to you know, keep the energy up because with you and Klopp, it's all about the energy. It's all about the intensity. So if you're not willing to keep it up, he's not going to keep you around. So there, there's a lot of questions that I have going into next year, into next season, into yeah. next summer, to see who's going to stay, who's going to go. But you also can't buy four or five different players and put them right into, you know, this summer right now and say, okay, let's do it. And now you're rushing, you're spending the money, and you can't go all out to get the player that you actually want. So, you know, we're 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 not very patient. Uh, obviously, as fans, we want to see as supporters, we want to see the players right now. We're in the right now moment, right now stage. What's happening? Every other team is buying, spending the money, and we're not really doing it. But I, I just think it's everything we've done so far has been great in terms of business. And you know, Darwin Nunes is a great, you know, great buy, and I think he's going to make a huge difference. In the upcoming season, give us something completely different. So, we're we're just so focused on the injuries and the midfield right now that we're forgetting about how Jurgen Klopp actually does his business. 
Spot on, mate. Uh, I agree with everything you just said there. And just going back to a comment earlier, and we'll get into the couple more that I've just seen. Um, Ishan says, thoughts on Zakaria choosing Chelsea rather than LFC? And Jamie, before I come to you, mate, um, I just want to give my piece on this. And apparently, um, according to Demazio, we went in for, I think it was Demazio. I did check that. Um, we went in for Zakaria last night. And apparently, they... I don't know what happened. I'm just trying to find it now. But apparently we're in for Zakaria and we did inquire. But if we wanted Zakaria or the lad from Villa, uh, Douglas Louise or anyone like that, I feel like they would have come. They they would have come to Liverpool if we paid the right price, if we paid the the right wages, they would have come. So I, I feel like with the other guys that were linked, if we actually went in for them, it was just a case of they wanted too much and Liverpool preferred this Artur deal, get him in on a you know a loan deal and then if he plays well, if he's you know comes in and really excels in the Premier League, we sign him next summer for the fee that's just been announced. So I don't think I wouldn't read into too much over Zakaria choosing Chelsea over us or um Douglas Louise wanting to go to Arsenal over us. That's just nonsense. No player would want to go to Arsenal over Liverpool in twenty twenty two. I don't care if the top of the league right now. I don't care if you know they think that they've got a good project going on. If Liverpool and Arsenal go toe to toe for a player, they choose they choose Liverpool unless they can guarantee Douglas Louise plays thirty eight games out of thirty eight, which I don't know if they can, but if they can, then fair enough, he might. But um, yeah, I wouldn't read too much into that. But Jamie, uh, you said that, by just... the way, Ben. Yeah, it was Demarzio then. Okay, I was. Yeah, like, but Demarzio um, Dimarzio... you know, said that Liverpool chose Arthur over Zakaria. Oh, did they? Okay, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Dem- Demarzio's yeah, thing was Liverpool tried to sign Juventus's Dennis Zakaria last night, but decided to sign Arthur instead. Okay, so it was us that chose. So our choice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I thought that would be the case. Um, yeah. You know, no one chooses those clubs over us. Um, but yeah, answer this one for me, Jamie. D says, can I ask you a question to the panel? If you had both players in front of you, knowing what they are offer, who would you take, Dennis, Sakari or Arthur? Yeah, I don't know what they offer. That's the problem. I've not watched them both enough to, to compare them. Um, but if the club, like Demarzio said, if the club have chose Arthur, then Arthur is definitely the one I'm going with because um, the club have chosen him. I also love that we've got that option to buy now because we can actually enjoy him so much more and know that when he puts yeah. in a good performance uh, or a good string of performances, we can actually sign him. So that's so much better and it makes him the, the deal even um, more fun for, for us fans. Yeah, um, spot on, mate. And I agree because if if Arthur came in and there was no proposal to buy him permanently and he's putting in all these master classes and he's doing really well, he's boiling out and then you vac no, actually we're gonna keep him now because he's he's shown his quality, he's shown what he can do. Um, you're not having him. It would have been a bit of a kick in the teeth, but now if the option gets triggered and we sign him on the back of really good performances, equally right, let's say it doesn't work out. It's an option to buy. It's not an obligation. So, like, we don't have to pay the money. If he comes in and he's not the player for us moving forward, we can say thank you for helping us, but we're going to look elsewhere. So, again, I think it's really, really good business from the club. And people people won't talk about that because it's not the player they wanted. It's not Bellingham. It's not Barella. It's not Frankie de Jong. It's not Ruben Neves. Um, but I think it, it really is good business from the club, from what I've, what I've seen, what I've read. 
Um, I'm, I'm quite happy about it and I'm quite excited to see him in action, to be honest, in that, that infamous number 29 shirt that I mentioned famously worn by Fabio Barini. But, um, Connor, do you have anything to add, mate, on the uh, on the whole thing? No, it was. Um, I just messaged you to say that there was uh, Tat just tweeted something about Casado. Um, if you are on Twitter at the moment and you're watching us, obviously you can see from Marcelo. There's your Animo. Uh, the translation of the Spanish is he says that Brighton have set a crazy price for Moises Casado, and this will prevent him from reaching Liverpool tonight. So. I'm going to assume that that means that Artur is the only player that we will sign this evening. Um, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there because that's just uh, that's literally as Tap tweeted it. At least that uh, means we don't have to go it. to 11 now, so fair enough. <laughs> I love how that's your thinking moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, 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 the translation, if you are on there... Um, it, it just says that they, Brian have set a crazy price for Casado and um, this mm. will most likely prevent him from, from reaching Liverpool. We knew that. As soon as, um, as, soon as I heard Graham Potter talk about him um, and they actually asked him because I think the rumoured price was like 42 million. They asked him about it and he said 42 million, that buys his boots. And then he said 100 million, but I think that's kind of tongue in cheek. I don't think it would have been 100. It would probably have been like 80, 85, something like that. Uh, but still way too much for a player that's not really um, proven himself yet. I mean, he has in the, in the short spaces played for Brighton, but that kind of money, you can you can go and get Jude, right? And you can put that towards a Barella, a Jude, or Frankie de Jong, a Ruben Neves, somebody that's more established. And I don't think we'd ever sign a, a, a kid for that amount of money, is what I'm trying to say. But there's another quote from Artur, just come out from his interview. I know them very well. Alisson, Fabinho... Firmino, they're great friends and great players. I'm sure they'll be great help for me setting in here. And George, how important do you think that is now? We've got a Brazilian, Portuguese kind of core in the team. Um, I think I read like the majority of our, or a lot of our players can speak Portuguese. Um, do you think that that's going to be a big boost for this guy coming in, settling in? And yeah, with the whole Brazilian culture that we have at Anfield right now, you know, it's only going to be a good thing for him, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always nice to come in and have you know, players already who, one, you know, you've played with, you, you know, you know, on a personal level and also to help you, you know, get used to it with the language barrier. If he potentially doesn't speak English very well or wherever that, the case may be, but it's always good to have, uh, you know, fellow countrymen alongside you at the club level, just, you know, the culture, like you mentioned, you know, the living in Liverpool, the culture that uh, they can go hang out and, you know, do whatever they do. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, I think it's really good. I think it's going to help him settle really quick just because there are yeah. so many players that speak the language and so many players that he already knows on a personal level. Spot on. I think the whole unity thing we've seen in this club has, has been incredible ever since, you know, Klopp's come in through the doors. I think it started at the, um, you know, people mock us for it. But do you remember the draw? Was it West Brom where yeah. they all linked Two -two. arms and went to the fans? Yeah. And we got mocked for that. But I think the bigger picture was that Klopp was kind of building a unity in the squad and he was uniting the fans with the players, which is something that wasn't really there for Brennan Rodgers last few few months in charge. And um Look at us now, like we've got, like like we say, all these Brazilian Portuguese players that, you know, are going to bond so well. 
Um, I think I read as well that when um, Artur and Fabinho started for Brazil, they've won all six games that they've played in. So that's a, a pretty a pretty good stat for us. But um, guys, I think we're going to wrap up in a minute because like uh, bad news, uh, Connor just announced, it seems like Brighton have asked for too much money for Caicedo. I don't know if we're going to move from on deadline day anyway, but you know we'll never know, I guess. Uh, but guys, just going around one more time again, just... Yeah, are you now more positive? I don't know what you guys, what your guys' feelings were before this signing. Like, is is this a big boost for us? I'm going to go around all of us now and just get our final thoughts. And we'll start with Jamie because obviously you you go to you go to the league games and you go to the Champions League nights. So do you, do you think this signing for us now is gonna is gonna lift the boys, gonna lift the fans, and we're gonna see like a a positive kind of atmosphere in the club really? Because there's there's been a lot of nonsense going around, hasn't there, on Twitter and. I have to emphasise it is on Twitter because whenever I've been to games this season, last season, you don't really get that at the ground. Like everyone there backs the captain, they back whoever plays, they sing the Henderson song, there's no, oh, that number 14, any of that nonsense. You go to the games and you, and you back the team. So, yeah, do, uh, do you think this is a, a big boost for us now? And are you confident that we can go on to win trophies in, in this season, really? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a big boost. Like I just said, it's even more of a of a boost, the fact that we can sign him, and it's our choice whether he can be our player or not. Julian Moore's done a fantastic deal um, with it, with how it's structured as well, with over two years, and uh, and for such a cheap price for the player that we could get if Klopp can f- um, fulfil his potential. Obviously, not good news that um, Maddox just said that Henderson could be Henderson looks serious, but hopefully we have that replacement now in, and it's very important we did it. Um, but in terms of going to the ground, it's exciting. It's a new player. It's that new, new shiny new toy that everyone um, labels it as, and they're, they're they're just good to watch. See how they develop. I think it's also exciting that it's come out of nowhere. Not many of us know so much about him um, with him playing in the Serie A. So very exciting to what he brings. He's Brazilian. Them type of players are normally really fun to watch. So hopefully he follows suit. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited. I, I feel he's that type of player that will really get the fans fans behind him with with, with passion and um, them things. But yeah, Klopp, Klopp said he wanted the right one, so hopefully he has the right one. Hundred percent agreed, mate. And uh, Connor, do you have anything to follow on from that? No, I just it's exciting. We we we've. Scream for a midfielder now for, for a few weeks. Some of us didn't at the start of the summer uh, window. We've been crying out for it, and I think we should be grateful for the fact that we got one. Um, I know that probably mm. sounds a little bit a little bit uh, ungrateful, but I think you know we've cried for a midfielder. We've been given a midfielder. Can't really ask for more now. But, I mean, some of us wanted the double transfer on the final day, but that was. That was very unlikely. I think we were all pushing the boat out a little bit too much for that. But no, I'm happy. Um, a young midfielder, that's what we needed. And I'm hoping that we get straight into the side and uh, create chances for us and, and sort of level this midfield out because it's been struggling as of, as of recent. 100%, mate. I, like you say, the, the struggling midfield, as Jamie's just alluded to, the Henderson injury, this was a signing that we we're desperate for and now we've got him in the door. Let's see how, how he does. And um, George, 
what, what are your closing thoughts, mate, moving forward? Um, I'm actually excited that the window of shuts in a little bit. You know, yeah, finally, we, we got a midfielder in and just Klopp is not going to have to answer all these questions every single time. And are, we, are you signing anyone? Are you signing anyone? You know, mm-hmm. you, you can tell it's he's getting frustrated. You can tell he's getting annoyed with all the questions, whether that's something else that, you know, has to do with like the owners, them not getting along. But um, I, I'm just excited it's going to be over. We have a midfielder in. I think he's he's going to be really good for us. I think it's the type of a player that we do need and that we do lack. So it, it the, the deal is even better now with the option to buy uh, for 37 or so million. It's a great deal of business, I think. And, you know, low risk. If it doesn't work out, he goes back to Juve. If it works out, we have a steal and we have a good midfielder for the next four or five years. So um, I think it's a good deal, good cover window shut we can concentrate on football and get it, some bodies back from injury and move on yeah spot on agree with everything everyone said here and like george says tiago's coming back soon um i seen a comment about jota he's coming back matip's back um i don't know about the others but listen we're getting players back we've just signed auto um I'm optimistic. I'm always optimistic with this club. People tell me off because I'm too optimistic at times. And, you know, I don't see what's wrong with that. This club has, you know, given me everything over the last four, five, six seasons. And why should I ever be in doubt, you know, when Klopp's at the helm, when we've got these boys playing for our team week in, week out, we can we can do anything we want to do. And, of course, the start to the season has been tough. Obviously, we've we've had a couple of um, bumpy, bumpy games in, at the minute, like, you know, the, the draws and the defeat to United. But, if this is what it takes to turn a corner to get to get some kind of momentum in us, like we've won the, the last two games now, we've got the big derby on Saturday. If we win that, then all of a sudden we're we're back on track, and um, the season's still young. Anything can happen. Um, Champions League still hasn't started. I think we're going to go deep in that again, and I think Artur is definitely going to be wanting to play in that. You know that that's one of the big things that comes with Liverpool when you sign for Liverpool. Those big Champions League nights at Anfield in front of the crowd, um, they hit different. And, you know, that's always an incentive for players signing for us. It's something they always talk about. Oh, I was doing this when Liverpool won the Champions League or I was this amount of whatever when Liverpool won it in Istanbul or whatever. Like, we always hear it, don't we, when players come in. Champions League football is what they want. And if they want it, they'll do everything they can to win it. So, I'm excited. I'm positive. Um yeah, I, I trust the guys that have made this decision, as I always do. These guys, like I said, they don't get too much wrong. Um, so let's just see what he can do. And hopefully, if he balls out, like I said, we will sign him permanently next summer. But guys, we're going to cut it there because I highly doubt Moises Caicedo is going to walk into the AXA in the next 18 minutes. If he does, we'll jump back on the stream. Um, but if he doesn't, we're going we're gonna to go to bed and... Um, after what's been a long day, to be honest, keeping track of all of this and doing other stuff. But guys, make sure you've liked the stream, subscribe to TAT on YouTube and also we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, just like normal. So make sure you like and follow on there as well. Um, keep your support coming. It, it means a lot seeing all these comments and all the likes and the subscriptions going up and up and up every time we stream. So big up to everyone that's got involved. Also, make sure you get sporting in if you haven't already. Um, brilliant place to be right now with the new sign-in, player ratings, stats, league tables, everything you need all in one app. So use the link in the description um, to get involved. 
And uh, yeah, we'll see you after the derby, which will probably be Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening kind of time. We'll confirm that and get a tweet out once we know. But take care and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.